If a Christian doesn't pray about heaven, that's a remarkable lack. Who ever heard of exiles not thinking about home? Now, I said, that's exactly what the rosary is. We are in a new moment of time and a new moment of space. So we keep saying to our Lord and to the Blessed Mother, I love you, I love you. That's the Holy Rosary. That's the Catholic faith. The whole Catholic faith is in it. Well, I want to welcome you all to another Daily Decade, your rosary on the road. Got another prayer request today from our well-established friend, Luffy. Now, uh, he has a, a dear friend of his and a brother from his uh, parish who's uh, a brother in Christ, I, I should say, uh, who whose son is a, a teenager and going through some difficulties that accompany that age when when you live in this epoch uh, and uh, has adopted to himself rather aggressive uh, hatred of God and so he's asked us to pray for this uh, nameless uh, and young servant of God who's uh, walked away from uh, the service uh, to which he was uh, called in baptism so I'd like to pray for him I also have a requiem prayer uh, from D.V., who wrote into us some time ago uh, for prayers, and his requiem is uh, for Holly uh, and for Dominique. Uh, so we're going to pray for them as well. Today is the last day of us doing our extra requiem, but if you have prayers for the repose of souls, uh, don't be don't be discouraged from sending those into the email anyway. Uh, on any day, as part of our regular uh, prayers. Uh, I'll substitute a requiem out for any given prayer uh, if it's sent in to me. So while the month of the Holy Souls draws to an end today on St. Andrew's Day, uh, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to pray for the dead anymore, <laughs> obviously. So uh, please feel free to send those in. Um, the email address to send them to is requests at protonmail.com. That's decade, D-E-C-A-D-E. Requests in the plural at protonmail.com. Uh, you can also reach out on the website, pray the rosary every day.wordpress.com. Hopefully, I'll have myself a, a genuine uh, .com address at some point here, but for right now, we're still at WordPress. Uh, you can also comment on any of the postings where we're syndicated at exodusamericanus.com. Uh, you can send me a message on Gab at the Daily Decade. You can send me directly a message if you're on the Fediverse or some iteration thereof. Uh, the two that I'm most familiar with are Post and nobody has the dot .biz. And the latter one is where I'm to be found. Mario Goretti at nobody has the dot .biz. Uh, and then, of course, follow on Telegram, although you won't find me on there during Advent. And I'm going to encourage everybody. I meant to say this yesterday. I'll add it today. I'm really encouraging everybody who's listening to this. If you have to, if you want to have a spiritually rewarding Advent, and it is in many ways a, a little Lent for us, uh, I find a very effective way to do that is to walk away from the technology for a bit. Now, of course, we're all sort of enslaved to these little 
uh, demons that we carry around in our pockets, but uh, insofar as we can avoid them, now is the perfect time to begin trying. Uh, this and Lent are two seasons where it's very good to uh, take a break uh, from the uh, from the virtual reality society that we've all built up on these chat groups and uh, the use of the of the internet. And it will also help you to get away from some other vices that you may have developed through use of the internet, especially if you're a young man, although unfortunately it's something that afflicts uh, men of all ages these days. Uh, which, by the way, that draws this today draws to a close the uh, discipline of the of the uh, of uh, of November, which is supposed to be the beginning of a new life of chastity. So I hope none of you have it in your minds who have been doing the November challenge uh, that uh, all of a sudden you're going to go back to your old ways starting on December first. It is supposed to be a first step towards a life of purity and chastity and self-improvement. Just a little addition to add on there, and probably should have saved it for the reflection, but uh, I record my voice so I can't help but lecture people, I suppose. Pray for me. I mean that, by the way. That wasn't snarky. I I mean it. Pray for me. I, I do have a lot of pride to deal with, especially at this season. Always, the devil always seems to come after us now in Advent and Lent more than ever, more than otherwise. Now, let's go ahead and turn our hearts and our minds to God, pray for this uh, young uh, anonymous servant of God, uh, and, uh, and for the repose of the souls of Holly and Dominique. Uh, today is... Oh, goodness, what day is it? It's Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. I had to look at my rosary. Today is Tuesday. It's a sorrowful mysteries if you're doing a daily rosary. Uh, so we'll pray in English today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy, our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To Thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. To Thee do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping from this veil of tears. Turn then, O gracious Advocate, Thine eyes of mercy unto us. And after this our exile, shew unto us the blessed fruit of Thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary. Pray for us, O Holy Mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. Let us pray. For forth we beseech thee, O Lord, thy grace into our hearts, that we to whom the incarnation of Christ, thy Son, was made known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection. Through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Today's requiem is for Holly and Dominique. Requiem eternum, dona eis, domine, et lux perpetua eis lucet, et requiescant in pace. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and make thy perpetual light to shine upon them, and to may they rest in peace. Amen. O Saint Ignatius of Loyola, Saint Paul of Tarsus, humbly we approach thee, ye both, because in life you set an example of men who, deep and devout in persecution, if such a devotion can be said to be devoutness, turn to Christ in a single moment and in the midst of that conversion found not only Christ but sainthood. We beg thy intercession on behalf of this anonymous servant of God, this young man led astray by the errors of the world, that God might take pity on him as he took pity on you both and send him likewise a conversion that he may turn back to the faith of his fathers, that he might come to the church of Christ, and that he might find his path to salvation, not only his own, but one which by example leads all who love him. And we ask this in the name of Jesus Christ, from whom all conversions 
and all love of God flows. Who livest and reignest with God the Father and the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. In all of our moments of doubt, whenever we should turn from the way, whenever we would turn from the way, St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. Most sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. Most sacred heart of Jesus, thy kingdom come. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. But continuing with our series that we're going to do over the next couple of weeks, we did the Annunciation yesterday. Today we're going to turn to the Visitation. And uh, there's a, the Visitation is consistently one of my favorite mysteries of the Rosary because, well, there's a couple of things, really. There's, there's the behavior of Elizabeth, and there's our Blessed Mother, and what she chooses to do as soon as she finds out that she's going to be the mother of God. She immediately, now, of course, God command, God tells her that Elizabeth is, with all, is also with child as an uh, illustration, I suppose, of the power of God and also as an unasked for proof that what the angel is saying to the Blessed Virgin Mary is true. And the Blessed Virgin, of course, Mary doesn't ask for any kind of proof. The only question she asks of the angel at all is uh, is about uh, her purity and virginity, and that's it. Everything else is simply uh, is is uh, is, an, is an ascent, a perfect ascent to everything that God has planned, which is why she's the queen of saints. But immediately when she hears about Elizabeth, she is stirred by this hearing to go and seek out Elizabeth and to serve her, to assist her. Now this, the mother of God, goes to Elizabeth, who is to be the mother of God's final prophet. And so Elizabeth's surprise at the Blessed Mother's coming is, should, be, it should be our surprise as well. Who am I that the mother of my Lord should come to me? And to come to her in service. And so Mary is already imitating the way of Christ. She's already living the way of Christ before Christ has fully come into the world when he's still in the womb and completely dependent on her before his birth and his, I suppose, independence, physical independence from his mother. Although I suppose a baby really never had, <laughs> we're never really physically independent we're not we're never psychologically independent of our mothers in many ways but we physical dependence on one's mother does persist for quite some time longer for some than others but uh, our lord is still in the womb and our blessed mother goes to elizabeth already living out the christian life because she goes to serve one who is objectively lesser than she is. Elizabeth has been, Elizabeth's husband doubted when the time came for her conception. 
and he was and he was tongue-tied as a result. The curse of God was placed upon him. A, a minor curse, but nevertheless a punishment was placed upon him. And Mary immediately goes to serve Elizabeth just as our Lord washes the feet of the apostles at the Last Supper. It's very much the same spirit that is being displayed. But the important element of this, it is, a, it is an action. It's a, it's a lived Christian life. The important element that lies underneath it is her motivation. Mary goes to do this in subjection. She subjects herself to Elizabeth and humbles herself in both mind and in spirit and in body. And the reason for that is because she has made God her master first. All the good that we do comes from God. It must come from God. God is the source of all goodness. We all confess that. Uh, We confess it every Sunday. We confess it whenever we read the scripture. That God is the source of all goodness. So all the good that we do comes from him and belongs to him. And that makes us truly wretched when we claim that we have done good of our own power. When we claim that we have the capability to do what is good by ourselves as though we have the capability to save ourselves this was the error of Pelagius it's incredibly arrogant when you give it some thought and the whole visitation is a witness against that sort of thinking when Elizabeth comes down to the Blessed Mother and says, Who am I that you have come to me? Mary's response to Elizabeth is, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit rejoiceth in God my Savior. For he that is mighty has magnified me, and holy is his name. She talks about the strength of his arm, scattering the proud. Everything points back to God. Everything points back to to the Godhead and to Christ. Upon receiving praise, and aside from the angel, this is the only praise that the Blessed Virgin Mary receives in Scripture. It's It's very important to observe. It is the only time in Scripture that a human being offers praise to the Blessed Mother. And her response is the Magnificat, which is one of the most beautiful prayers in Scripture. Obviously, I suppose, objectively speaking, the Lord's Prayer is a better and more beautiful prayer because it's spoken by our Lord himself. But, nevertheless, the Magnificat certainly ranks. (laughs) And it is because it is a confession of the motivation, the driving factor, the moving force behind the Christian behavior and the living witness of her faith that our Blessed Mother displays in the visitation. And St. John, too, for he is the one that drive, that tells his mother that the Blessed Virgin is there. 
Now, you've heard people call at the door. It, you don't necessarily always know exactly who it is that's there. If you hear someone knock at the door and call out or something, someone, I suppose if you're expecting someone, you know exactly who it is. But, I mean, this is the day, it's not, it's not as though the Blessed Mother gave Elizabeth a phone call and told her, hey, I'm coming over. Uh, Elizabeth really had no reason to anticipate the Virgin Mary's appearance on her doorstep. And she heard her voice and St. John immediately recognized who it was. For our Lord reached out to St. John and cleansed him of his original sin in the womb. And Elizabeth immediately reacts to go down there. So St. John, too, before he begins any ministry, before he undertakes anything, he already recognizes in the womb what is to be his purpose and recognizes his Lord and God, our Lord and God, and motivates Elizabeth to go down and to almost literally sing the praises of the Blessed Mother. And so like Mary and like Elizabeth, our souls inside ourselves, you know, in the East they talk about something called the Nos, which is a sort of soul of a, the, the, the highest the highest body of this, the highest part of the soul that calls out to God it's, it's I hate to compare it to the divine spark that you find in Gnostic texts because they get it so wrong the reason why they get it so wrong is because they're twisting something that actually is there to make it something more than it is but that's not to say that our souls don't recognize their master and origin. In fact, most of the time, the reason why atheists and heathen recoil at Christ is because they know exactly who he is. And it's, it's said at the, at the last judgment that, they will, that they'll quail before him in terror, knowing who he is, knowing what he is. The Pharisees did the same thing. They knew exactly who Christ was. And they knew exactly what he was and what he had come to do. But in their pride, they could not accept it. And so he filled them with hatred. Or rather, they filled themselves with hatred, I should say. But we are called for our souls to call out to God. Just as St. John does in the womb. We carry our souls within us. Now, yesterday we were talking about the soul as being like the Virgin Mary giving birth to Christ within us. Now the soul is like St. John, and we, carry the, and we carry this being within us. We are this being. But we carry this ability. That's, the, that's how I should put it. I don't want to stray into heresy. We carry this ability within us to recognize God. Our souls call out to Him. When Christ arrives at our doorstep, our souls leap for joy. They know him. And knowing him, if we would but attune ourselves to that knowledge, we too can be cleansed. Now, not of original sin, that's done at baptism. It's taken care of. But we can be cleansed of our wanton wills, of our drive to excess, our impurities, our carnalities, our concupiscences in turning to Christ within ourselves. And that's an inner turning. It's an inward turning. 
It's not an outer turning. It's not necessary. It's not the the great deeds. Those flow from that inward conversion. This is one of those things that you almost hate to admit that Luther got that Luther was on to the right path before he went veering off the exit of the highway. And that is that it is in the faith, in the inward conversion, that good works flow from. Now, those good works are still meritorious because they flow from the faith. You can't take away the merit of good works altogether. That's the extremism that gives rise to those, those particular errors. But we remain, it remains true that it is the inward turning first that is more important, more essential, more elemental. And it is the merits of the works that breathe life into it, like a heart beating blood through the veins to the mind. The brain can be there. That's the faith. But the heart has to work. That muscle has to work to drive the blood and bring the oxygen to the brain, or the brain will die. And our, what we do in life, our works, must feed that faith, must feed, mer- must feed that, bring oxygen to the brain so the brain can continue to function and to guide us and to lead us and to animate us, because that's what the brain does, it animates us. I can move my arms, I can speak to you now, because my brain is doing that, it's working. Likewise, our faith works. Our belief, our conversion, it works to animate us. And it is through the work of the heart, which are those which are charitable good works, that the brain continues to function. And this is St. John recognizing Christ and driving his mother to go down and sing the praises of the Blessed Mother. And to recognize that Emmanuel, God with us, has come. And so my prayer today is that all of us, by this inward motivation, will recognize God when he knocks at the door and will answer it and greet him with the praises and the honor that are his due. And that, upon receiving from him these gifts of faith and hope and charity, Our first motivation is to go out and live the life that he has inwardly planted within us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The moon is the symbol of Our Lady. The moon is for those in darkness, and I think in a special way for sinners, so that if we but look to her, who is the moon, and derives all light from the sun, they would never fall into an abyss. Now this is the rosary.